The Systems, Strategy and Soul podcast is recorded on Ngunnawal country. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome to the Systems, Strategy and Soul podcast with Bree Voucher. I'm an online business manager and strategist who works with overworked, burnt out coaches and course creators helping them to manage and implement systems, strategy, and soul into their businesses. Join me each week right here where we dive into a new subject or topic that will help you to leave the hustle behind so you can flow through your day with systems, strategy, and soul. Hi, Tara. Thanks so much for joining me today. We're going to be chatting all things bundle i'm so happy that you're here thank you so much for joining can you introduce yourself a little bit to the group and let us know who you are and what you're all about yeah so thank you so much for having me on my name is tara reed and i've been an online entrepreneur for over 16 years now i've built many different businesses pivoted a lot of times i'm definitely a multi-passionate definitely an introvert huge introvert (laughs) I love all things organic, evergreen marketing because I do not like hustling or feeling like I have to hustle in my business. So right now I'm calling myself a business and marketing coach, but I don't really know. I I can't ever fit into one title, I feel like. So that's what I'm calling myself. I have lots of digital courses. I run several live events every year. I have podcasts and always doing so many different things, but that's what I really love. Yeah, amazing. I definitely resonate with the difficulty of like finding one title that fits like <laughs> the many things as like a multi-passionate like entrepreneur. There's so many things that, you know, we want to be doing and finding one title is just never going to fit the, the energy of what it's, we want to do. <laughs> it's funny. I actually designed a coffee mug recently for one of my new businesses <laughs> <laughs> and it says niches make my brain hurt. I'm like, this is for me. This is like everyone yeah. says you have to niche down. You have to niche down. I'm like, no, it just it just makes my brain hurt when I try to force myself into a box or like one title. Yeah, it's difficult for sure. So as an introvert, what do you know your Myers-Briggs profile? Uh, definitely an INFJ. Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love meeting other INFJs. Even mm-hmm. though we're rare, I seem to meet a few of us online, yeah. so it's always fun to come across someone else. Um, so how does being an introvert show up in your business? I think it's a it's a huge part of my business. I feel like for the longest time, I tried to force myself to be somebody that I'm not. I tried to pretend to be more extroverted and high energy and do all the things that are easy for extroverts, and it just wasn't fun for me, so... Now I really focus on on my strengths and I felt like I really had to go through a period of kind of self-acceptance because I know as introverts, a lot of the time when people say like, oh, you're an introvert or she's so introverted, it's it's almost like they're saying it as a bad thing. And I took that like internally from when I was a kid, like, oh, you're so quiet. You're so shy. Why don't you talk more? Like, So I felt that being an introvert and being more reserved and quiet was something to be ashamed of. So I had to go through a period of definite self-acceptance 
to yeah. move forward in life and business really. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. You know, you, like it's funny how growing up we get kind of placed into a box about being shy and quiet, but you know, and and over time you kind of like come out of your box as an adult and so and so like you, it's hard to sort of sort of stop identifying with that, like, oh no, Bree's quite shy. But in reality, like it was just I was quiet. I didn't really want to mm-hmm. use all my energy, like putting myself out there. That's kind of what it was. So, yeah, I love I always love to know about people's like introversion or extroversion and just like how it shows up for them. So thanks so much for sharing that with me. Well, what's your favorite way to re-energize as an introvert? I think for me, probably the the ones I do the most that work really well are either just getting outside and going for a walk with my dogs. I try to do that midday to kind of break yeah. up all yeah. of my work and being in an office at a computer screen. And then I also really love reading. And then I'm also a really big Netflix binger. Like I will yeah. watch an entire season of a show if I really get into it. And I, I just can't turn it off. So I love, I love Netflix. Nice. What's your like current like binge session about? What have you been watching? Right now, I actually just got into The Crown. It, I've never watched oh, it. And I just, yeah. I finally was like, okay, I need to watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's good. And, hey. uh, yeah, I think I'm on like season three or four and I started it like a week ago. <laughs> oh, wow. That is impressive. <laughs> well done. Oh, so cool. So let's like, you know, start to talk a little bit more about your business and like your bundle, thoughtful marketing bundle. And I'd love to know, I guess, how it fits into your like product ecosystem and like how it all kind of flows for you and where it kind of came about. Yeah, I think I think the big initial reason why I wanted to do a bundle like this is because a lot of my audience are also introverts and I always talk about different marketing methods that are not necessarily as talked about or as like the, the big ones that are successful. Like I, I don't like social media. <laughs> so I talk more about like Pinterest and email marketing and blogging. And I wanted to curate a bundle of tools and courses around Some of them are around social media, but a lot of them are about like there's so many ways to market and grow your business that don't have to make you feel like a sleazy salesperson, Mm because I think that's what holds a lot of people back. Like I I know back when I was on Instagram, a lot of times I would hear or see somebody say something about this program that they have. And I'm like, what? I never even knew you offered this. Like you don't talk about it. (laughs) And uh, like I, I had no idea. And I think as introverts, sometimes we don't want to even talk about what we do or put it out there because we don't want to be seen as sleazy or spammy when it comes to sales. So I wanted to show that there's other ways that are maybe a bit more fun for us introverts or anyone who maybe struggles with marketing themselves on social media. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that you've um, previously hosted or like, you know, continue to host your summits as well so how did that how do you feel like that's different you know the summit versus the bundle for you within you know everything you've been doing yeah so I've I've hosted four virtual summits now and this is my first bundle and I have to say in terms of like the setup and the time commitment like 
The bundle is a lot easier as the host. Mm. The summit has a lot more moving pieces that go into it. And I feel like, you know, if you do a summit first, you kind of have the processes in place to then do a bundle on its own because Definitely. you have a, have you have a summit with an all access pass that has a bundle in it? You're basically doing a bundle. <laughs> you're just yeah. doing it on the side of the summit. So I think it was a lot easier going from events to bundle. That's good. That's yeah, that's handy. Like having sort of that experience, you know, in, in your back pocket that didn't feel as heavy or like intense or like overwhelming. So that's mm-hmm. really handy. And how do you how do you come across like your collaborators? How did you find the people that you wanted to include in the bundle? So usually when I first come up with a summit or in this case the bundle I always start to put together a list of people that I want to pitch. And what happened this time, I ended up sending an email out to my email list. I think I posted in your Facebook group and maybe one other Facebook group about an application form. And I ended up getting, I think, 120, 125 people (laughs) filling it out. So I, after going through them all, I'm like, wow, this is amazing. This is amazing. Like, yes, yes. At the end of it, I was like, wow, I don't really have to pitch people. So I think I only pitched one person who is in the bundle. (laughs) Oh, hey there, introvert. I'm interrupting this episode real quick to let you know about my low-cost membership, Introverts Who Launch. It's only $9 a month, but it's jam-packed with the goods. Here's what to expect when you join. A private podcast of launch training and strategy implementation, accountability sprints to keep you on track as you launch, Inner Circle Community, where you connect with other introverts to talk all things business. Ask Me Anything Office Hours, where you can ask me literally anything. And normally this would cost you at least $150, but you get this inside the membership. So that's pretty amazing in itself. You also get access to quarterly themed activations. So think 90-day launch planning sessions, but better. A ticket into my virtual retreat every December and June each year, plus a bunch of extra goodies that I know you're just going to love. So if that sounds like exactly what you're looking for, then head over to the show notes right now to jump right in. Okay, let's get back into the episode. Everyone else came through that application form. Amazing. Oh, cool. So the people that you were going to pitch ended up applying anyway without you having to do it. Amazing. Some some of them, or I just didn't have to pitch the rest. Yeah, didn't have space anymore. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Amazing. Oh, that's cool. Good one. Well, I'm glad that the my Facebook group and others are kind of like helping with that. I think that is yeah, super like beneficial to have these kind of networks, right? To call on, especially if you know it is nice to have like a dream list of people that you would love to see in it, and maybe start off with those. But yeah. Providing an opportunity for all ranges of people, all people at different stages in their business to join. That's what I like about bundles anyway (laughs) for myself. Yeah. Yeah. So can you tell me about what you've potentially found the most challenging with putting together the bundle? So I'll I'll get real vulnerable here on this one because I haven't even actually resolved this yet. And I just realized that I did it. So I what we did with the application we had it set up through Airtable and then I have everything automated through Airtable. So as soon as I click accepted, they get the acceptance email and then any update emails, like it, they all go out automatically. 
Mm-hmm. And there was, so anyone that wasn't selected to be in the bundle, I had an email draft written, like, I'm sorry, but we weren't able to accept you this time. And I had a couple of reasons looking at most of the ones that we didn't end up including. And it was just like, we had too many offers on the similar topic or their offer didn't appear to be a normally paid offer. So I had this email all written up, but I didn't automate it to go out. So the people that weren't accepted did not get an email. And (laughs) I think I did that unintentionally because I hate Mm. to say no as an introvert. I just, I hate to say no to people. So I think I unintentionally did not set that up to automatically go out after writing it. And we've now had a couple people email and ask. So I now need to, I I should have just done it because now I feel super bad that I didn't (laughs) send that initial message. So that's something I think has been the most challenging is like, I really want to curate a bundle, but I hate saying no to people. And I just want to include everything and just be this massive thing. But I think for a bundle to be successful, you need to curate it. It has to be like, it can't just be mosh pit of every offer yeah. out there. So I, I think for me, it's just, that's the challenging part just as a highly sensitive person. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like I think a lot of people, you know, do find it difficult to say no to people. I know that I have, you know, upcoming summit myself and I had to say no to some people, but I haven't said fully no to some people yet. Like, cause mm-hmm. I, I felt like I wanted to give them something maybe a bit more personalized. So I might fall into the same trap with you, like um, <laughs> just not sending it yet because we want to like, we, yeah, we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings or we don't want to come across a certain way. So yeah, I totally, I know where you're coming from. And I think I definitely believe that probably have, what happened for you is probably happening for me <laughs> in that we are unconsciously making these decisions like because we're protecting ourselves from that feeling of like feeling not nice about doing something so you know wherever we can take that emotion out of things maybe you know a VA can just change that status so the automation (laughs) just fires off and so we you know we can say okay all those people that are now sitting in the maybe pile they're a no and we just move on like I think that's probably the easiest way to overcome those like challenges you know that we Mm -hmm. come up with of our own volition so then what would be like the most fun that you've had during like putting together this bundle I I think two things so first just seeing all of the people that have I mean most of these people that are contributors they're they were in my audience for the most part because it was mainly the email and a co- those couple social posts for where people yeah. applied. So I'm really getting to know the people that, that are in my audience through like their intros and I'm seeing like great collaboration opportunities happening in the Slack channel. So I love that even as an introvert, like I love networking and connecting with people. Mm. So I just love seeing that. I think that's really the power behind the scenes of contributing to a bundle. It's not necessarily about your audience growth right away or sales on the back end. It's like other ways that you can connect with other collaborators and contributors. And probably the second thing I would say, well, I'm doing little 
giveaways too in the Slack channel yeah. um, that have been really fun. So we did one before the first day of sales, like whoever is closest to the num- take a guess at the number of bundles we'll sell this week and whoever's oh, yeah. closest, it's a hundred dollars PayPal cash. And I announced the prizes and it's just, yeah, it's just a really fun environment. I think if you can make it fun for contributors, they're more likely to promote as well. Definitely. And I think you've definitely like identified some of the reasons why I enjoy kind of these collaboration events is like connecting with people and getting to know people like that are in your audience or new to you that you wouldn't have otherwise like gotten potentially like to, to know as well. And for me, it's like giving people money, you know, through affiliate pay, like payments or giving people there like the it feels really good to give back you know even though I'm creating like a bundle you're creating a bundle it's really beautiful to be able to share the wealth around or something you know like that kind of generosity element for me is really fun so yeah it definitely resonates for me what you're saying there too so that's really cool so speaking about like affiliates and contributors and like you know the slack channel like how have you been other than that those sort of prizes how else have you been activating them to like help you promote the bundle so I I feel like so I've I've been on the other side of the bundles for many bundles like I've been a contributor in I don't know how many bundles at this (laughs) point and I think for me the biggest thing is like reminders and communication like I I like to be reminded like oh yeah it's the last day of this I should send out this last chance email like Usually I'm good at planning, but I do like to get those last minute reminders or like, I, I think I have emails scheduled for Mon. I had Mondays like, oh, we're ready. I had one for last Friday, like get ready for Monday. And I think any reminder is good. You're not going to annoy people. It takes like if they're already set, they're just not going to open it or delete it. <laughs> so if, yeah. if somebody doesn't need the reminder, it's not that big, a, big of a deal. I think mm more people are going to be happy to get reminders versus anyone being upset about too many reminders. Yeah. And then I think the other thing is just the the community, like whether it's a Slack channel or a Facebook group, like having somewhere where people can go for, for questions or support or to connect with each other and kind of get them excited. I also love to share numbers. So I like, as soon as I had that first sale come in Monday, like it was Thanksgiving here, but I'm on Slack, like, congratulations to so-and-so you got the first bundle sale <laughs> like yeah kind of getting that energy up around the the promotion and the sales yeah so much fun so cool well thank you so much for like chatting to me about your bundle and everything that's kind of been going on in the back end as as you know you're in the midst of it at the moment I will make sure that we include your link to the bundle below this video and when this podcast goes live, unfortunately, it'll be well and truly passed, but we'll make sure we connect you to um, Tara and all of her things for the future as well. So thank you so much, Tara. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much for listening to the System Strategy and Soul podcast with Brie Boucher. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I would love it so much if you would let me know by rating and reviewing it on Apple Podcasts. Leaving me a five-star review if you feel so inclined or screenshot and tag me on Instagram at thebreeboucher 
so we can get this podcast into the ears of the people who need to hear it. Until next time, this has been the System Strategy and Soul podcast with Brie Boucher.